Designing effective employee training programs for health and safety compliance. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. As a multi-unit manager responsible for the safety and well-being of employees across multiple convenience stores, designing effective employee training programs incorporating health and safety regulations is paramount. These training programs ensure that your staff is well prepared to handle various situations and adhere to regulations, ultimately creating a safer and more compliant work environment. This episode will explore the key elements of designing such programs, incorporating examples and practical exercises for developing them, reinforcing the importance of safety protocols. Before delving into the specifics of designing training programs, it's essential to understand why reinforcing the importance of safety protocols is crucial. 1. Compliance with regulations. Convenience store multi-unit managers must understand that adhering to safety protocols is not just a company policy. It's a legal obligation mandated by local, state, and federal regulations. This compliance isn't optional. It's a requirement enforced by government authorities. Non-compliance can have severe consequences, including legal actions and monetary fines. Local, state, and federal regulations exist to ensure the safety of employees, customers, and the community. These regulations cover various health and safety aspects, including food handling, sanitation, fire safety, employee safety, and more. Here are some key points to consider. Legal obligation, regulatory agencies such as the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, the Food and Drug Administration, and local health departments establish and enforce these regulations. It's the legal duty of multi-unit managers to ensure that their stores comply with these rules. Potential consequences, non-compliance can result in serious consequences. For instance, OSHA can impose fines for workplace safety violations, which can vary depending on the severity of the violation. Violating FDA regulations regarding food safety can lead to product recalls, lawsuits, and hefty fines. Reputation damage beyond legal consequences. Non-compliance can damage the reputation of the stores and the parent company. Customers expect safe and hygienic environments when they visit convenience stores. News of safety violations can erode trust and lead to a loss of business. Operational disruptions in the event of safety violations. Regulatory agencies can issue cease and desist orders, temporarily closing down stores until compliance is achieved. This can result in significant revenue losses and operational disruptions. Liability non-compliance may also expose the company and its managers to liability in case of accidents or injuries on the premises. Legal actions and compensation claims can incur substantial costs. Multi-unit managers must ensure that all stores under their supervision rigorously follow safety protocols and comply with relevant regulations. This involves regular training, inspections, documentation, and reporting to maintain a proactive approach to safety. Adherence to safety protocols isn't just about following company guidelines. It's a legal requirement with potentially severe consequences for non-compliance. Multi-unit managers can protect their stores, employees, and customers by prioritizing safety and ensuring regulatory compliance while avoiding legal troubles and financial penalties. 2. Employee Well-Being Understanding the importance of safety measures in convenience stores is crucial. Let's delve into real-life stories and statistics highlighting the significance of prioritizing employee well-being and safety. Story 1. Slip and Fall Accident In one convenience store chain, a lack of attention to safety measures had dire consequences. An employee was tasked with mopping a spill on the store's floor but failed to place warning signs. 
A customer entered the store, slipped on the wet floor, and suffered a severe injury. The consequences were twofold. First, the injured customer filed a lawsuit against the store, resulting in significant legal costs. Second, the incident damaged the store's reputation, leading to a drop in sales as customers became hesitant to shop there. Statistics on slips, trips, and falls. According to the National Safety Council, slips, trips, and falls are a leading cause of injuries in the workplace. In the retail industry, they account for a significant portion of workplace accidents. The consequences include injuries, slips, trips, and falls can result in minor injuries like bruises or more severe ones such as fractures or head injuries. Lost productivity, employees injured at work often need time off for recovery, decreasing productivity. Financial cost, the NSC estimates the average worker's compensation claim for a slip and fall injury is over $20,000. Story 2, Fire Safety Negligence. In another incident, a convenience store neglected fire safety protocols. A malfunctioning electrical outlet sparked a fire that quickly engulfed the store. Although the employees evacuated safely, the store suffered extensive damage and was temporarily closed for repairs. The financial losses and repair costs were substantial. Statistics on fire incidents. The National Fire Protection Association reports that between 2014 and 2018, U.S., Fire departments responded to an average of 3,740 structure fires in stores and mercantile properties each year. These fires resulted in an average of two civilian deaths per year, 44 civilian injuries annually, over $205 million in property damage annually. These stories and statistics underscore the critical importance of safety measures in convenience stores. Negligence in this area can lead to financial losses, severe injuries, or even the loss of life. Multi-unit managers must prioritize employee well-being and safety to avoid such devastating consequences. 3. Reputation and customer trust. Understanding the link between safety incidents and a store's reputation is crucial for multi-unit managers. Here, we'll discuss how safety incidents can tarnish a store's reputation and drive away customers, emphasizing the importance of employee well-being and maintaining trust and loyalty. 1. Negative Publicity When safety incidents occur in a convenience store, they often attract negative media attention. Local news reports, social media posts, or customer reviews can quickly spread the word about the incident. Even a single serious accident can damage a store's reputation, especially if it's perceived as negligence by the store management. Customers may start associating the store with safety hazards, and this reputation can be difficult to shake. 2. Loss of customer trust. Trust is a foundational element of customer loyalty. If a store is perceived as unsafe or uncaring about the well-being of its employees, customers may question the integrity of the entire operation. This loss of trust can result in customers shopping elsewhere, even if they previously frequented the store. They may feel that their safety and the safety of the store's employees are not being prioritized, leading to a loss of confidence in the brand. 3. Impact on sales. As customers lose trust in a store's safety measures, it can directly impact sales. Customer traffic may decrease as word spreads about safety incidents or concerns. Reduced foot traffic can lower sales, affecting the store's bottom line. Even after addressing safety issues, rebuilding a damaged reputation can take time, and the financial consequences can be long-lasting. 4. Competitive Disadvantage In the competitive world of convenience stores, reputation matters. Safety incidents can put a store at a significant disadvantage compared to competitors who prioritize and maintain strong safety measures. 
Customers are more likely to choose a store with a reputation for safety and well-being over one with a history of incidents. 5. Legal and regulatory consequences. Safety incidents can also lead to legal and regulatory consequences. Fines, legal fees, and penalties can affect a store's finances, affecting its ability to operate profitably. Non-compliance with safety regulations can lead to a loss of licenses or permits, resulting in temporary or permanent closure. In summary, safety incidents can tarnish a store's reputation, driving away customers and damaging its financial health. Commitment to employee well-being and safety is ethically important and a strategic necessity. Multi-unit managers must understand that a focus on safety enhances customer trust and loyalty, safeguarding the reputation and profitability of their stores. 4. Operational Continuity Safety protocols are the cornerstone of uninterrupted store operations in the convenience store industry. They ensure the well-being of employees, customers, and the store's overall functionality. Here's how safety protocols contribute to seamless store operations, helping multi-unit managers understand their significance. 1. Preventing safety incidents. When diligently followed, safety protocols prevent accidents and incidents that can disrupt store operations. For example, proper training on handling hazardous materials ensures that spills or accidents related to these materials are less likely to occur. This, in turn, avoids sudden evacuations, cleanup, or costly shutdowns. 2. Regulatory Compliance Many safety protocols are rooted in federal, state, and local regulations. Ensuring compliance with these regulations is essential for uninterrupted operations. Failure to comply can result in fines, penalties, or temporary store closures. Multi-unit managers must recognize that compliance is not just about avoiding legal consequences, but also maintaining business continuity. 3. Employee Productivity When employees are confident that their workplace is safe, they can focus on their tasks more effectively. Safety protocols, such as ergonomic workstations or safe equipment operation, contribute to employee well-being. This leads to higher productivity, reduced absenteeism due to injuries, and fewer work stoppages caused by accidents. 4. Minimizing property damage. Safety protocols extend to fire prevention, equipment maintenance, and security measures. Implementing these protocols significantly reduces the risk of property damage from fires, equipment breakdowns, or theft. Preventing such incidents ensures that the store's assets and infrastructure remain intact minimizing costly repairs or replacements. 5. Reputation Management A convenience store's reputation plays a pivotal role in its operations. Safety incidents like accidents or health violations can tarnish a store's image and drive customers away. Safety protocols help safeguard the store's reputation by preventing incidents that might erode customer trust and confidence. 6. Continuity of Service Uninterrupted operations are vital for customer satisfaction. For example, proper equipment maintenance ensures that essential services like gas pumps, refrigeration, and payment systems remain functional. Any disruption in these services due to safety incidents can result in lost sales and frustrated customers. 7. Emergency Response Preparedness While safety protocols aim to prevent incidents, they also prepare store staff for emergencies. Regular safety drills and training on handling unexpected situations such as medical emergencies or power outages, equip employees with the skills to respond effectively, minimizing disruptions. 8. Reduced insurance costs. Following safety protocols often results in lower insurance premiums. 
Insurance companies reward businesses for prioritizing safety because they are less likely to make costly claims. Multi-unit managers should recognize that maintaining safety measures can lead to cost savings in the long run. In summary, safety protocols are not just about compliance. They are integral to convenience stores smooth and uninterrupted operation. Multi-unit managers should understand that investing in safety measures contributes to employee well-being, regulatory compliance, cost savings, and the preservation of a store's reputation, all of which are essential for sustained business success. Designing Effective Employee Training Programs Now, let's explore the key components and practical exercises for designing employee training programs. Times 1. Identify training needs. Designing effective employee training programs for convenience stores requires a tailored approach that addresses the specific needs of each store. Multi-unit managers can achieve this by conducting thorough risk assessments and identifying areas where training is most critical. Here's how to do it. 1. Conduct risk assessments. Begin by conducting comprehensive risk assessments for each store in your group. These assessments should encompass various aspects, including health and safety hazards, identify potential employee and customer safety risks. This includes hazards like slippery floors, faulty equipment, or fire risks. Food safety, evaluate the store's food handling and storage practices. Ensure compliance with food safety regulations to prevent foodborne illnesses and health violations. Emergency response, assess the store's readiness to handle emergencies, such as fires, medical incidents, or severe weather events. Check the availability and functionality of safety equipment like fire extinguishers and first aid kits. Equipment handling, examine how employees operate and maintain equipment like cash registers, gas pumps, and refrigeration units. Identify any training gaps in equipment safety. 2. Prioritize training needs. Once you've completed the risk assessments, prioritize training needs based on the identified risks. This step categorizes training areas into high, medium, and low priority. For example, high priority training related to immediate safety concerns or regulatory compliance, such as fire safety and food handling. Medium priority training that enhances daily operations and reduces the risk of accidents, like equipment handling. Low priority training areas that, while necessary, may not pose immediate safety risks, such as customer service skills. 3. Develop tailored training programs. For high priority training areas, develop detailed training programs that address specific needs. These programs should include learning objectives, clearly define what employees should know or be able to do after completing the training. Training materials, prepare training materials, including manuals, videos, presentations, and hands-on exercises. Trainers, designate knowledgeable individuals or external trainers to conduct the training sessions. Assessment and evaluation, create assessment methods to measure the effectiveness of the training. This may include quizzes, practical assessments, or observations. 4. Implement training programs. Roll out the training programs in a systematic manner. Ensure that all employees, including new hires and existing staff, receive the necessary training. Providing ongoing training and updates is crucial as regulations or store needs change. 5. Monitor and evaluate. After training implementation, monitor employee performance and assess the effectiveness of the training. This includes conducting regular inspections to ensure employees are following safety protocols, gathering feedback from employees regarding the training's relevance and usefulness, reviewing incident reports to identify recurring issues and addressing them with additional training or corrective actions. 6. Adjust and improve. 
based on ongoing assessments and feedback, make necessary adjustments and improvements to your training programs. Training is an iterative process that should evolve to address changing needs and regulations. By assessing each store's specific needs through risk assessments and prioritizing training areas accordingly, multi-unit managers can design training programs that are highly effective in addressing each store's unique challenges and requirements in their group. This tailored approach enhances safety, compliance, and overall store operations. Begin by assessing each store's specific needs. Conduct thorough risk assessments to pinpoint areas where training is most critical, such as food safety, emergency response, or equipment handling. Times 2. Customize training content. Tailoring training modules to address identified needs is crucial in designing effective employee training programs for convenience stores. Here's how a multi-unit manager can accomplish this. 1. Identify specific needs. Begin by reviewing the results of the risk assessments and prioritize training areas for each store. Pay close attention to the unique needs and vulnerabilities of each location. For example, if a store is in an earthquake-prone area, as you mentioned, earthquake preparedness should be a focal point of the training. 2. Customize training modules. Customize or create training modules that address these concerns based on the identified needs. Here's how to do it effectively. Learning objectives. Clearly outline the learning objectives for each module. In the case of earthquake preparedness, the goals might include understanding earthquake risks, knowing how to respond during an earthquake, and ensuring the safety of customers and employees. Content development. Develop content that aligns with the learning objectives. This might involve creating presentations, written materials, or interactive exercises related to earthquake preparedness. Ensure the content is clear, concise, and actionable. Practical exercises incorporate practical exercises that simulate real-world scenarios. For earthquake preparedness, conduct drills that teach employees how to take cover, evacuate safely, and assist customers if needed. Ensure these exercises are tailored to the store's layout and potential risks. Role-playing. Role-playing can be particularly effective in safety and emergency response training. Have employees practice their responses to earthquake scenarios, including communicating effectively and offering assistance. 3. Provide clear guidance. During the training, provide clear guidance on what employees should do in specific situations. For earthquake preparedness, this might include instructions on where to take cover, secure merchandise, and assist customers safely. 4. Engage employers. Make training engaging and interactive to ensure employees actively participate and retain the information. Encourage questions, discussions, and hands-on practice. 5. Assess understanding. Incorporate assessments or quizzes to evaluate employees' understanding of the training content. This helps ensure that the training has been effective in conveying critical information. 6. Documentation and record keeping. Maintain meticulous records of training completion. This includes documenting the date, content covered, and the names of employees who participated. Proper record keeping is essential for demonstrating compliance in the event of an audit. 7. Ongoing training and updates. Remember that training is not a one-time event. Regularly review and update training modules to reflect any changes in regulations, store layouts, or identified needs. Ensure that new employees receive the necessary training promptly. By tailoring training modules to address specific needs, such as earthquake preparedness in earthquake-prone areas, multi-unit managers can ensure their employees are well prepared to handle potential safety hazards. This customized approach enhances employee safety, compliance, and overall store readiness. 
times three. Interactive workshops. Hosting interactive workshops is an effective way for convenience to our multi-unit managers to ensure that employees actively participate in training, especially in areas related to health and safety. Here's how to do it. 1. Identify training goals. Begin by defining the specific training goals for the workshop. For health and safety, this could involve improving food handling practices, enhancing fire safety awareness, or mastering first aid skills. 2. Develop workshop content. Create content that aligns with the training goals. For example, if the goal is to improve food handling practices, the workshop should include proper hand washing, safe food storage, and contamination prevention. 3. Hands-on demonstrations. Incorporate hands-on demonstrations as a central element of the workshop. These demonstrations should provide practical experience and allow employees to apply their knowledge. For food handling, this could include demonstrating how to clean and sanitize food preparation surfaces or how to use kitchen equipment safely. 4. Scenario-based exercises. Utilize scenario-based exercises to simulate real-world situations. For fire safety, conduct evacuation drills that require employees to follow designated escape routes and assembly points. Make these drills as realistic as possible to ensure employees understand how to respond in an emergency. 5. Role-playing. Implement role-playing exercises to reinforce essential safety protocols. For example, employees can take on roles such as first responder during a medical emergency or a team member responsible for handling a food contamination incident. This helps employees practice their responses and communication skills. 6. Cue and sessions. Encourage questions and discussions during the workshop. This allows employees to seek clarification on unclear points and ensures they fully understand the training content. 7. Feedback and corrections. Provide immediate feedback and corrections during hands-on activities and role-playing exercises. This ensures that employees learn from their experiences and can make necessary adjustments. 8. Training materials. Provide employees with training materials or handouts summarizing key points covered during the workshop. These materials serve as references for employees to consult later. 9. Assessments. Conduct assessments or quizzes at the end of the workshop to evaluate employees' understanding of the training content. Use this as an opportunity to identify areas that may require further reinforcement. 10. Regular workshops. Schedule regular workshops to reinforce and update health and safety knowledge. Frequent practice and reminders help employees retain important information and skills. 11. Record keeping. Maintain records of employees who have attended the workshops, including dates and topics covered. This documentation is essential for tracking compliance and demonstrating a commitment to safety in the event of an audit. Interactive workshops are engaging and highly effective in ensuring that employees actively participate in health and safety training. By providing hands-on experiences and scenario-based learning, multi-unit managers can empower their teams with the knowledge and skills necessary to maintain a safe and compliant work environment. Times 4. Role-playing and scenarios. Incorporating role-playing exercises into employee training is a valuable way for convenience store multi-unit managers to prepare their teams for real-life situations, such as hazardous materials, spills, or fire emergencies. Here's how to effectively implement role-playing exercises. 1. Set clear objectives. Begin by defining the objectives of the role-playing exercise. For example, if simulating a hazardous materials spill, the aim may be to ensure employees can respond quickly, follow safety protocols, and minimize risks. 2. Provide context. 
Before starting the role play, provide employees with context about the scenario. Explain the situation, location, and any specific hazards involved. Ensure that employees understand their roles and responsibilities during the exercise. 3. Assign roles. Assign roles to employees participating in the exercise. These roles should align with their actual positions and responsibilities in the store. For example, designate roles such as spill response leader, evacuation coordinator, and first aid provider if simulating a hazardous material spill. 4. Conduct the role play. Execute the role play exercise by simulating the emergency scenario. Encourage employees to act as they would in emergencies, following established safety procedures and protocols. The exercise should involve a step-by-step -step response to the situation. 5. Use realistic props and tools. Whenever possible, use realistic props and tools to enhance the authenticity of the role play. For example, provide spill response kits or fire extinguishers that employees can use during the exercise. 6. Provide guidance. As the multi-unit manager, take an active role in guiding employees throughout the exercise. Offer instructions, feedback, and support as needed. Ensure that employees are following safety procedures correctly. 7. Encourage communication. Emphasize the importance of effective communication during the role play. Employees should communicate with each other, report incidents or concerns, and coordinate their responses. Effective communication is critical in emergencies. 8. Evaluate and debrief. After completing the role play, conduct a thorough evaluation and debriefing session. Discuss what went well and what could be improved. Encourage employees to share their observations and experiences. 9. Identify areas for improvement. Based on the role play exercise, identify areas where employees may need additional training or where protocols could be enhanced. Use this feedback to make necessary improvements. 10. Repeat regularly. Repeat role-playing exercises regularly to reinforce learning and ensure employees are well prepared for emergencies. Practice increases confidence and readiness. 11. Document participation. Maintain records of employees' participation in role-playing exercises, including dates and scenarios practiced. This documentation can help track training progress and compliance. Role-playing exercises provide a dynamic and interactive way to train employees to respond effectively to health and safety emergencies. By simulating real-life situations, multi-unit managers can better prepare their teams, enhance their problem-solving skills, and instill confidence in handling emergencies when they arise. Incorporate role-playing exercises to simulate real-life situations. For instance, simulate a hazardous material spill or a fire emergency, guiding employees to respond effectively. Times 5. Knowledge assessments. Regular assessments are crucial to ensuring that employees have effectively absorbed the training content. Here's how a convenience store multi-unit manager can carry out this process. 1. Quiz assessments. Create written quizzes or tests covering key topics discussed during training sessions. These quizzes should be designed to assess employees' knowledge of safety protocols, regulations, and procedures. Administer quizzes at appropriate intervals, such as after completing specific training modules or on a regular schedule. Include a mix of multiple-choice questions, true-false statements, and short-answer questions to evaluate different aspects of knowledge retention. 2. Scenario-based questions. Pose scenario-based questions that require employees to apply what they've learned to real-life situations. For example, ask them how they would respond to a fire emergency or a food safety concern. Encourage employees to think critically and provide detailed responses demonstrating their understanding of safety protocols. 
Three, practical demonstrations. Arrange practical demonstrations or simulations where employees can showcase their skills and knowledge. For instance, have them demonstrate proper food handling techniques or emergency response procedures. Evaluate their performance during these demonstrations, ensuring they follow safety guidelines accurately. 4. Observation and Feedback Observe employees during their daily tasks to ensure they apply what they've learned from training in their routine activities. Provide constructive feedback and guidance when necessary to correct any deviations from safety protocols. 5. Record Keeping Maintain records of assessment results for each employee. This documentation should include dates, scores, and areas where improvement may be needed. Use these records to track individual progress and identify any recurring areas of concern. 6. Addressing knowledge gaps. If assessments reveal knowledge gaps or areas where employees struggle, take proactive measures to address these issues. Provide additional training, resources, or one-on-one -on -one coaching as needed. 7. Continuous improvement. Use assessment data to identify trends and areas for improvement in the training program itself. Are there specific topics that consistently pose challenges for employees? Is there a need to update training materials or methods? Make necessary adjustments to the training program to ensure that it remains effective and aligned with the changing needs of the stores. By implementing regular assessments, multi-unit managers can gauge the effectiveness of their training programs and verify that employees have grasped essential safety and compliance concepts. This proactive approach helps maintain a high level of preparedness and minimizes the risk of safety incidents in convenience stores. Time 6. Documentation and Reporting Training employees on the importance of accurate documentation and reporting of safety incidents or near misses is crucial for preventing future incidents and maintaining a safe workplace. Here's how a convenience store multi-unit manager can effectively convey this message. 1. Emphasize the purpose of documentation and reporting. Start by explaining why documentation and reporting are vital. Highlight that these processes are not just paperwork, but critical tools for identifying hazards, analyzing trends, and preventing accidents. 2. Share real-life examples. Share specific examples where accurate documentation and reporting have made a difference. For instance, describe a situation where a near-miss report discovered a faulty electrical outlet that could have caused a fire if left unaddressed. Discuss incidents where documentation helped identify recurring issues, leading to process improvements that enhance safety. 3. Highlight legal requirements. Mention that regulatory authorities often require incident reporting. Failing to comply with these requirements can result in legal consequences and fines. Explain how proper documentation can protect employees and companies in legal disputes. 4. Stress the near-miss concept. Educate employees about the significance of reporting near misses. These incidents didn't result in harm but had the potential to do so. Emphasize that identifying and addressing near misses can prevent more severe accidents from occurring in the future. 5. Encourage a no-blame culture. Promote a culture where employees understand that reporting incidents or near misses is not about assigning blame but improving safety. Assure them that reporting safety concerns will not lead to punitive measures but proactive solutions. 6. Train on reporting procedures. Provide clear instructions on how to document and report safety incidents. Ensure that all employees are aware of the designated reporting channels and formats. Conduct practical training sessions where employees practice filling out incident reports correctly. 7. Highlight the chain reaction. Explain that a single unreported incident can trigger a chain reaction of negative events. 
For example, an unreported slip and fall incident can lead to more accidents in the same location. Eight, show the impact on prevention. Illustrate how incident reports and documentation are used to identify root causes. Once the root causes are addressed, it prevents similar incidents from happening. Nine, reiterate the employee's role. Remind employees that they play a crucial role in their workplace safety. Their reports can directly contribute to the well-being of their colleagues. 10. Conduct regular refresher training. Ensure that training on documentation and reporting is not a one-time event. Conduct regular refresher sessions to reinforce the importance of these practices. By following these steps, multi-unit managers can effectively train employees on the significance of accurate documentation and reporting. This training ensures compliance with regulations and contributes to a safer work environment and the prevention of future safety incidents. Time 7. Continuous learning. Emphasizing that learning doesn't stop after initial training is crucial for maintaining a safe and compliant workplace and convenience stores. Here's how a multi-unit manager can achieve this. 1. Highlight the dynamic nature of regulations. Explain that health and safety regulations are not static. They can change over time due to new developments, lessons learned, or evolving industry standards. 2. Stress the importance of staying current. Emphasize that staying current with regulations is vital to ensuring the safety of employees, customers, and the store's compliance. 3. Implement ongoing training sessions. Schedule regular training sessions to update employees on any changes to regulations. These sessions can be conducted quarterly or as needed based on regulatory updates. Ensure these sessions are interactive and engaging, using real-world examples and practical exercises to reinforce the information. 4. Provide access to resources. Give employees access to regulatory resources and documentation, such as updated compliance manuals or online portals where they can find the latest information. 5. Conduct compliance refreshers. Host compliance refresher courses to review key safety protocols and procedures. These refreshers can focus on critical areas such as food safety, emergency response, or equipment handling. 6. Include scenario-based training. Use scenario-based training to help employees apply their knowledge to real-life situations. For instance, simulate a fire evacuation drill to ensure that everyone knows the correct procedures. 7. Encourage questions and feedback. Create an environment where employees feel comfortable asking questions or providing feedback about potential compliance issues. Their insights can be valuable in addressing emerging concerns. 8. Leverage technology. Utilize digital platforms and e-learning modules to disseminate updated training materials efficiently. This allows employees to access information at their convenience. 9. Provide certification updates. Ensure employees receive updated certifications or training badges to reflect their ongoing commitment to safety and compliance. 10. Foster a learning culture. Promote a culture of continuous learning where employees understand that staying informed about regulations is a shared responsibility. Encourage them to seek out information and share their knowledge. 11. Showcase success stories. Share success stories or examples where employees' compliance awareness and training have contributed to a safer and more compliant store environment. 12. Regularly assess and adjust. Continuously assess the effectiveness of your ongoing training programs. Collect feedback from employees and adjust the training content accordingly. By following these steps, multi-unit managers can emphasize the importance of ongoing training and create a workplace culture that prioritizes staying current with evolving regulations. 
This approach helps ensure employees are well prepared to maintain safety and compliance standards over time. Times 8. Causative Reinforcement Recognizing and rewarding employees who consistently adhere to safety protocols is an effective way to reinforce the importance of compliance and encourage a culture of safety and convenience stores. Here's how a multi-unit manager can implement this. 1. Establish a recognition system. Create a formal system for recognizing and rewarding employees who demonstrate outstanding commitment to safety. This system can include certificates, awards, or a dedicated section on the store's bulletin board. 2. Highlight success stories. Share success stories and examples of employees who have actively prevented safety incidents or near misses through their vigilance and adherence to safety protocols. 3. Celebrate milestones. Acknowledge significant milestones in safety compliance, such as the completion of a certain number of accident-free days or successful participation in safety drills. 4. Personalized recognition. Recognize employees individually by name and describe their contributions to safety during team meetings or store communications. 5. Peer-to-peer -peer recognition. Encourage employees to recognize and commend their peers for their safety efforts. Peer-to-peer -peer recognition can be just as meaningful as managerial recognition. 6. Rewards and incentives. Consider providing tangible rewards or incentives for employees who consistently adhere to safety protocols. This can include gift cards, extra paid time off, or other perks. 7. Safety committees. Establish safety committees within the store and involve employees in safety decision making. Recognize the contributions of committee members and their role in maintaining a safe environment. 8. Continuous feedback. Provide constructive feedback to employees who may need improvement in adhering to safety protocols, but do so in a way that encourages growth rather than punitive action. 9. Public recognition. Utilize the store's internal communication channels, such as newsletters, bulletin boards, or intranet, to publicly recognize and celebrate safety-conscious employees. 10. Performance reviews. Include safety adherence and contributions as a part of employees' performance evaluations. Recognize those who consistently prioritize safety in their daily tasks. 11. Involve the entire team. Encourage all employees to participate in safety initiatives and offer suggestions for improvements. Recognize and reward collaborative efforts that enhance safety culture. 12. Consistency and fairness. Ensure that the recognition and reward system is consistent and fair and that all employees have an equal opportunity to be recognized for their safety efforts. By implementing these practices, multi-unit managers can consistently motivate employees to adhere to safety protocols. Recognizing and rewarding their commitment fosters a safer work environment and reinforces the importance of safety as an integral part of the store's culture. Times 9. Mock Inspections Conducting mock safety inspections is a valuable tool for multi-unit managers to assess employees' adherence to safety protocols and identify improvement areas. Here's how to effectively implement this approach. 1. Schedule regular mock safety inspections. Plan and schedule mock safety inspections across all your stores regularly. These inspections should be conducted unannounced to simulate real-life scenarios and ensure employees are always prepared. 2. Develop a comprehensive inspection checklist. Create a detailed checklist covering all safety protocols and compliance requirements for your convenience store operations. Ensure that the list is clear and easy to follow. 3. Select competent inspectors. Choose trained and knowledgeable individuals to serve as inspectors. These individuals should have a solid understanding of safety protocols, compliance regulations, and the specific needs of your convenience stores. 
Four, communicate the purpose. Communicate to employees that mock safety inspections are a part of ongoing safety training and compliance evaluation. Emphasize that the goal is to identify improvement areas, not penalize. 5. Conduct inspections unobtrusively. Inspectors should blend in with the employees during the inspection and discreetly observe their actions. They should not disrupt normal store operations. 6. Evaluate adherence to protocols. Evaluate how well employees adhere to safety protocols, including food handling, equipment operation, emergency response, and other relevant areas. 7. Document findings. Inspectors should meticulously document their findings, noting both areas of compliance and non-compliance. This documentation serves as valuable feedback for improvement. 8. Provide immediate feedback. After the inspection, provide immediate feedback to employees on their performance. Recognize areas where they excelled and gently address any non-compliance issues. 9. Identify improvement opportunities. Use the inspection findings to identify areas that need improvement. This can include revising training materials, conducting additional training sessions, or adjusting safety protocols. 10. Address immediate safety concerns. If any immediate safety concerns are identified during the mock inspection, promptly address and rectify them to ensure the safety of employees and customers. 11. Track progress. Keep records of mock safety inspections and track progress over time. This allows multi-unit managers to identify trends and improve adherence to safety protocols. 12. Encourage employee involvement. Involve employees in the improvement process. Encourage them to share their insights and suggestions for enhancing safety protocols and training. 13. Continuous improvement. Use the results of mock safety inspections to continuously improve training programs, safety protocols, and overall safety culture within the stores. By conducting mock safety inspections, multi-unit managers can monitor and enhance safety compliance across all convenience stores. This proactive approach ensures the well-being of employees and customers and contributes to a culture of safety and compliance within the organization. Times 10. Review and Feedback Soliciting employee feedback after each training session is vital in improving training programs for convenience store multi-unit managers. Here's how to effectively collect and utilize this feedback to enhance training content. 1. Create a structured feedback process. Establish a structured process for collecting feedback after every training session. This process should be consistent across all stores and sessions. 2. Use anonymous surveys. Provide employees with anonymous feedback forms or digital surveys. This anonymity encourages honest responses without fear of repercussions. 3. Ask specific questions. Craft questions that focus on key aspects of the training, such as content relevance, clarity, and effectiveness. For example, was the training content relevant to your role? Were the training materials clear and easy to understand? Did you feel engaged during the training? Were your questions and concerns addressed during the session? 4. Encourage written comments. Allow employees to provide written comments or suggestions in addition to multiple choice questions. Written feedback often provides valuable insights into specific issues or areas for improvement. 5. Set up regular feedback cycles. Schedule specific times for feedback collection, such as immediately after the training session or within a day or two. Establish a routine to ensure feedback is consistently gathered. 6. Analyze feedback data. Collect all feedback data and analyze it systematically. Look for recurring themes, common concerns, or trends in the responses. 7. Identify areas for improvement. 
Based on the feedback data, identify areas where the training program can be improved. These may include updating content, revising training materials, or modifying the training approach. Eight, prioritize changes. Prioritize the suggested changes based on their impact and feasibility. Some improvements may be quick fixes, while others require more extensive revisions. Nine, implement revisions. Make the necessary revisions to the training program based on the feedback analysis. Ensure that these revisions address the specific concerns or suggestions raised by employees. 10. Communicate changes. Inform employees about the changes made to the training program due to their feedback. This demonstrates that their input is valued and can lead to positive improvements. 11. Monitor progress. Continuously monitor the impact of the revisions on the training program's effectiveness. Assess whether the changes have addressed the identified issues. 12. Repeat the feedback cycle. Following the same structured process, continue to solicit feedback after each training session. Regular feedback loops ensure ongoing improvement. 13. Encourage open dialogue. Foster an open dialogue between multi-unit managers, trainers, and employees. Encourage employees to provide feedback beyond surveys if they have additional suggestions or concerns. 14. Celebrate successes. Acknowledge and celebrate successes resulting from employee feedback-driven improvements. Recognize and reward employees who contribute valuable insights. By consistently seeking and acting upon employee feedback, multi-unit managers can create training programs that are effective and responsive to their workforce's evolving needs and preferences. This approach contributes to a continuous learning and improvement culture, ultimately benefiting both employees and the organization. After each training session, solicit employee feedback to identify improvement areas in the training programs themselves. Use this feedback to enhance the training content continually. In conclusion, designing effective employee training programs for health and safety compliance is vital for multi-unit managers in the convenience store industry. By reinforcing the importance of safety protocols, we create a culture of awareness, preparedness, and responsibility among our staff. This not only ensures regulatory compliance, but also contributes to the well-being of employees, maintains the reputation of our stores, and enables seamless operations. Effective training programs involve identifying specific needs for each store, customizing content accordingly, and implementing interactive methods like workshops, role-playing, and scenario-based learning. Assessments and continuous learning mechanisms help gauge employee understanding and adapt to evolving regulations. Causative reinforcement and feedback loops further enhance the training's impact. As multi-unit managers, it's crucial to remember that the success of these training programs directly influences the safety and compliance of our stores. By adhering to these principles and fostering a safety-conscious environment, we can create workplaces where employees are well-prepared to handle any situation, ensuring the safety of all and the continued success of our convenience stores. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. How can you ensure that training programs remain up to date with changing health and safety regulations? How can you make safety training more engaging and relatable for employees across different stores with varying backgrounds and experiences? What measures can you take to reinforce a culture of safety and compliance beyond formal training sessions? Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Drive from C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode.